0: Welcome to Camden Cast. I'm Tanvi. I'm Erin. And this is our Seventh Heaven podcast, the last one ever.
1: <laughs> On today's episode, we will be talking about the series finale of Seventh Heaven. Uh, it is episode eleven, season eleven, episode twenty-two. The title is "And Away We Go." The IMDb user synopsis is. Now Eric is miraculously cured. The colonel sends him a celebration gift, an RV. He impulsively decides to take it on an unplanned maiden trip for which the other residents soon sign on, the only limitation being one suitcase and three personal items each. Kevin and Lucy will get out in crossroads to decide whether to move there permanently, but wrestle with another terrifying doubt. Martin has another question. T-Bone only lifts along to join his dad's motor road trip. What was your first impression? Last impression. Last Uh, first impression. um, You've seen every episode now.
0: My last first impression of this episode is that it was some contrived fucking bullshit. Because they literally... Nobody... I don't
1: think anyone wrote a script. (laughs) Yes.
0: (laughs) Yes. No, okay. So they want... So the Rev and Annie want to leave. Fantastic. They're taking the ba- the boys with them because they're out of school. Fantastic. But then we're just going to... Ruthie's graduated. Ruthie's graduated because <laughs> Scotland
1: graduated yeah. her. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Um, and then you're... I don't know. It just doesn't... It makes no sense. And it's crazy that so many people are coming on this fucking trip with them. It's like an RV. Well, you said it sleeps eight people? Yes, Six, it sleeps eight people.
1: Eight people. And they're like 15 people who are like, we're going on this road trip.
0: It also just... I... It does... So... I know know this is, like, a bad critique to make, given. Jonathan Sanderson is going to go. I know. Like, it's just, it's so contrived. It's so contrived. Like, it's just, you know that this was written just to tie everything into a neat bow, when it really didn't need to be. You could just easily, very well, send the Rev, Annie, Sam, and David off. Mm -hmm. And have... And
1: I don't care, like, everyone else could just be
0: like... Like whatever we, they're do they yeah. were left to do their yeah. own
1: thing, yeah. And
0: that was it. Like you send them off and that's it. But you had to make it this big like everybody's going to go on this road and trip. Maybe
1: Simon is getting maybe you, Simon is engaged again. That may have happened within the past you, year you, uh, when we haven't seen Simon.
0: And it's just it really doesn't feel right to do a season finale and not actively try to name or at least at least give some sort of like like credence or something to the actual family.
1: You know? There was, like, we saw, like, one picture of Matt at the end, and then, like, a a group photo where, like, some people's heads were cut off.
0: It just, it makes, I, I know that this was a season that was, like, they got renewed, and they couldn't get everybody in and everything. But I think they should have just made a decision to, like, make this episode, just have a picture or something somewhere or, like, just have a shout-out to these people. Be like, we're gonna go visit all of our kids, yes. or something like that. Because a la- th- that last episode of last season was really perfect in that way, because everybody got something. And it, it it was it was, like, put into a little neat package with everybody having twins and everybody being pregnant and everybody being back together. But it worked in that season finale, because whatever. But this makes no sense. And, I don't know, it's just, it was really upsetting, because we've been watching this for like a year and a half. Yeah. Um No, it's been longer no, than that. Yeah. It's been
1: two it's been like two and a half years.
0: And I mean, you watched it back to back.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> the first time I watched it, I binged it and this yeah. was obviously over a longer period of time. Um but yeah, now I've seen every episode at least twice, uh some of them more than twice.
0: And you know what, like, I, we've I've, we've clearly spent most of this podcast critiquing the show, but I really wanted it to have somewhat of a good ending, or some an ending that I could at least give, like, some sort of props to. And there was really well, nothing. I think,
1: well, that has to do with the fact that they were, like, renewed after yeah. no, they I get thought that. They, I 100% like, they that. thought they wrote the series finale, and then it was like, now we have to do 22 more episodes, and then somehow wrap up whatever we do in those episodes
0: again. I think, if they were, I think they should have just been smarter in how they did the 22 episodes. I think they should have not blatantly tried to bring in new people that we had absolutely no interest but in. But they had to to fill, like, time. time. Like, you could have just done, like, very good storylines for all the other people. Like, you really could have... We didn't, we didn't focus at all on, on Ruthie's high school. Right, timed. well, she
1: was in Scotland.
0: That's probably because they they couldn't get Mackenzie Rosman to come back with contract negotiations until, like, halfway through the season, I'm assuming. But anyway, that was my last first impression. I was just, I I was expecting, like, I was expect, I expected disappointment, and I got it. So I, it met my expectations. Wow, and that's, to sum up, the show.
1: That's pretty Mm -hmm. much, you were expecting disappointment, and I think that it was overall... What happened?
0: (laughs) So, we'll quickly go over. There's no storyline, really. There's one
1: storyline, and it's that the colonel has gifted an RV to the Reverend Annie, and now they're like they got it. I would say like in the afternoon one day, and as soon as the Reverend finds out about it, he's leaving. He's like, "I'm leaving tomorrow morning, and I'm taking a road trip," and that's happening. And everyone else is like, "What are we gonna do, Reverend Camden? You take care of all of us. We have to go too." And it's literally, and then everyone is like, all right, yeah, we're all, we're all in. We are all, all of Glen Oak is going on this RV trip.
0: So things that do get resolved in this episode in in whatever sense. Uh, one, Ruthie and Martin have a talk where Ruthie, it's basically a complete role reversal. Ruthie's like, you, I'm just a little sister to you. You don't. You're not actually in love with me. I'm in love with T-Bone. And two episodes
1: ago, she was like all excited that things were over with T-Bone because she was going to see Martin. So, right, role reversal, not consistent with what's
0: Even in already the happened
1: this season, like two episodes ago.
0: So they, so officially, Ruthie has made a decision, and she's going to be with T-Bone. They keep on alluding to them being together forever. There's maybe marriage in the future. She wants to marry him, yeah. Yeah. Um, the other things that happen that are plot points are that um, Margaret has gotten a college acceptance, so she will be. I don't know where she, Why she's going on this road trip? Because she's going to have to come back eventually. To go. I don't think
1: it's like an indefinite road trip. I like feel like it's yeah. going to last like the whole summer maybe, but.
0: Um, Jane has gotten in touch with her, mo- her mother is in NA, so she's getting better, so maybe Jane and her mother's relationship will be a thing that happens. Mac is in love with Margaret.
1: And they can abandon their apartment because they are month to month tens, and the rev was just like, just bring all your crap over to my house, nobody's gonna be here, because like, I know Jane was like, help us pay for a storage unit, or oh, she was like, can we store stuff in the garage, just bring it in the house, and so they're just abandoning that so who knows but yeah mac is doing whatever mac Mac's and margaret and the- are going to get married or something they're in love even uh, though again a very poorly executed, developed yeah. uh relationship like of not
0: having him be interested in jane for the first half of the season and then all of a sudden margaret's interested in him and then they kiss
1: right mac never actually seemed to be interested in margaret at all, at all.
0: Um then we have the fact that Lucy uh and Kevin are indeed moving to crossroads. Uh have uh and are going to be having a baby, but now that the rev is going on this road trip, Lucy wants to join him because she wants to be where her family is, even though Kevin brings up a good point that she has her own family to consider. Uh but the I guess the real twist that could have gone somewhere in this episode that really could have brought this up like made elevated this episode to what it like to what it could be to reach a very good potential i'm sorry i can't talk to to really maximize maximize the potential of this episode
1: which there there there's not a whole lot of potential in this storyline
0: was that kevin thinks that the rev is so desperate to get out of there because he's been lying he is i
1: don't know why i don't know why this is a thing i don't know why this was
0: a scene just for drama um, but he thinks, he's like, well, if we think about it, no doctor told us your dad was okay, your dad was the one that told us, and Lucy's like, would he really lie to all of Glen Oak about being better? Um, and Kevin's like, yeah, maybe, if he now officially has a death sentence and doesn't want to leave, but then that, like, I don't know, this is a very unreliable narrator situation, because we saw the guardian angel in the last episode, and she smiled, so, <laughs> who Maybe, knows?
1: though. It's all because the Rev has been dead all, all along, and we don't know who's, what's going on. I don't know, but for some reason, they're like, we're going to go to Crossroads, and that's, we'll go on the road trip, and go to, I don't know.
0: And they, for some reason, need to oh, bring uh, yeah, Sandy. Lu- oh.
1: well, also, just back to this, the whole thing with, like, Lucy being concerned that her father is lying, Lucy is like, they just can't go, like, I, you know, and Kevin is like, well, we're going too, we're moving to Crossroads or whatever. And Lucy is like hung up. I don't know. She's got some sort of issues with like her family, in that she's like very much a grown ass woman with her own family and her own life. And she's like, my parents can't leave me. <laughs> like uh... I I need them, and it's like do you, too much. Like you, you're a little
0: too dependent on them. She um get Sandy and Dr. Sanderson to come on this trip with them because she needs a doctor there at all times. And
1: Dr. Sanderson is a gynecologist and Kevin doesn't understand men who are gynecologists.
0: So um, that's a thing. Some I Sandy's obviously bringing along her baby. I don't know why Martin isn't also coming on this trip. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> um, but, oh, right, yeah. we, uh, I, we do, I don't know if you mentioned or not, but Jane, Margaret, and Mac are also coming. Um, everybody's going. I also want to say that they decide to go on this trip, and Ruthie doesn't find out until she sees the packed luggage waiting, like, in the kitchen. And she says, what
1: are we doing? <laughs> we
0: which with, is, like, an homage. Yeah,
1: to, to her line. Um... Yeah, it's like is it the morning of? No, it's the no. night before. Yeah. But like but like I said they they get this RV in like sometime in the afternoon the day before they're planning on leaving. So, I don't know when else she would have found out, but um and then she brings up the news that
0: she's graduated,
1: right? She's like, "Oh good. I can, I'm free to go on this trip because I finished high school between my summer in Scotland and then the semester I did there." So, she was like, "I don't have to go back to high school next year." So graduating with T-Bone.
0: Yeah, her and T-Bone are... Gonna go to the same college or or something. Or do a gap year together. Who knows? (laughs) But anyway, this episode ends basically with this music playing, and it's kind of like a montage. The Rev has this one rule where everybody gets a piece of luggage. In the luggage, they can put their clothes and personal items, and then they can only bring three other extra things. I think this is stupid AF because, (laughs) one, you can just put a bunch of shit in your one piece of luggage... Which will count as like these three things, and also your phone and your phone charger count as one of the things, which is bullshit. The you rev should you put the phone in the bag. It's two thousand and seven. You need a fucking cell phone. Like, yeah, just stop. And
1: anyway, so everybody brings items that are supposed to be sentimental to them or whatever, but like none of them are really worth talking about. No. Like, you know, Lucy brings her wedding album, and like Annie brings just a photo album of the whole family. Um, Wait,
0: Kevin brings a bag of cash.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Can we brown, talk about that? A pa- Yeah, a brown paper bag. One of the twins of brings cash. a picture
0: <laughs> of Angelina, Angelina Jolie. Jolie. <laughs> like, what the fuck? That's not an
1: item. They, like, tape that to the wall of the RV and it doesn't take up any space.
0: Um, Like, people bring books and stuff, but I think the books are supposed to be, like, some sort of connection to them. So yeah. Ruthie brings the Da Vinci Code, which I think is supposed to be, like a stab at relate I don't fucking know I don't know. understand
1: like Margaret is one that has a book that's like am I getting into heaven or like how to get into heaven uh, Jane is reading Valley of the Dolls Did you see what that was
0: about or It's a
1: yeah so um I don't really understand the significance and I'm not, not 100% sure I totally like the synopsis I read was not totally clear mm-hmm. but it focuses on like women who and like there's a woman who like is on Broadway and then there's one in Hollywood and like they are sort of addicted to, like, amphetamines and, like, barbiturates. And, like, Uh every time they start, like, achieving wild success, they, like, their addiction gets worse because they're trying to, like, keep up or whatever. And, like, the dolls are the pills. Like, what they're addicted, like, so... Well,
0: maybe it's a connection to her mother being an N.A. or something, so she wants to read more about addicts. Right, yeah, so... Oh, because the yeah. rev looked like he had just seen like a sex scene in a book. So yeah, uh, uh, it was.
1: So I, I read it was like critic. Uh, it was a critical failure, but it was um a ver- like a commercial success. Hmm. So I don't know.
0: Um, um, Mac,
1: but it sounds like from what I read, it's a little bit risque. Jane
0: br- Jane brings a surfboard. <laughs> Somebody brings a bag of rocks. Like that's one of the twins. <laughs> the twins. I-
1: they need to get those twins to a doctor. Something is not okay with them.
0: Fucking Sandy brings a Bible. Like, as if there isn't already a Bible somewhere in this fucking RV.
1: Like, the rev wasn't gonna bring a Bible. Like, BYOB, bring your
0: own Bible. The, uh, the, the, it gets christened both, like, sexually and also the normal way you christen things. Uh, Christ christen. christen. Thing. Um, because Annie brings a, shot, a bottle of champagne and we find out that the name of the RV is... <laughs>
1: The se- Seventh Heaven. Uh, uh, and then Stanley appears, and Annie is like, let's get the Seventh Heaven out of here.
0: Which I feel like is a new saying that everybody needs to put into their vernacular. Yeah. Uh, but also, Stanley is also coming on the fucking road trip. Oh, and Stanley's not dead. <laughs> yes, I was,
1: yes, I was sure. Stanley was presumed dead <laughs> after that Christmas <laughs> episode. But
0: he's a 100% alive.
1: Um, and he's coming on the road trip.
0: Because he can cook and clean and can make a fire.
1: So there's, like, 16 people on the just They're all sharing, like, twin beds, I imagine.
0: Um, So they're supposed to be using, like, a minivan, and somebody's supposed to be also using their car, but I think for, like, the novelty of it, they had everybody go in. But
1: also, that doesn't solve the problem of the fact that the people in the car and the minivan still will need a place to sleep. Save, yeah.
0: They're apparently bringing tents. Oh. I don't know... Oh, yes. They're going to go. So their first stop is cross Simon, Crossroads, well, Santa Barbara, the, somewhere. The, the, <laughs>
1: Santa Barbara is where uh, T-Bone's dad is? Yes. Okay. But then they're going to Simon's College, but they're also going to Crossroads to drop off Lucy. I think the first stop, I think, is Simon's graduation because the whole family is going to that. Well, Lucy and Kevin and the Rev Annie and Ruthie are going to that.
0: Well, probably all these random people are also going to that
1: As, like Jane and Margaret have never met Simon, but they're going to his graduation
0: um and that that's the episode is basically the Rev is feeling free and he wants to like he wants a physical representation of this freedom, so he's hitting the road with his entire and family. sandy gets on
1: and th- the, what, her, the, what's his name? Jonathan is not there. And I don't I don't know if he's still in Appalachia. They do speak and make it seem like he already came back. But then I think for convenience, they were like, we'll meet him somewhere. Like, he's going to meet us somewhere. Um, it's just so strange.
0: It's just... Ugh, no, it, this would
1: never ever... Like, this is so, so far f- from reality.
0: Also, it just... it Like I said before, it honestly would have been much better if they had put... The Rev and Annie and the twins, and maybe Ruthie, into that van, and then b- au revoir, au revoir, and like, safe journey, and everybody else kind of stays behind. Were you trying to say au revoir? Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> You're like, au revoir. Um, au revoir. revoir. <laughs> so, but it's not. It's this, like, fucking fantasy bullshit of, like, everybody can just leave. It's I guess that's why Kevin brings a bag of fucking cash. because
1: he's like, <laughs> he's ready to get out of there if something goes bad.
0: <laughs> They've, like, already called the newspaper. To- and also,
1: right, so they made these plans, like, less than 24 hours before they were, like, going to hit the road. And there's a point where they're talking about, like, the rev is like, ah, I got to go get, like, money or whatever. And he's like, I got all the cash shit from the house. Like, we're good to go for a while. And I'm like, how much cash are you keeping in your house? What is everyone... And then yeah, and she's like, "We've got bank cards, we've got credit cards, we've got cash." <laughs> I like, think um, we sit in the mattresses.
0: And on top of that, remember, this house is not the revs; it is the parishes. Like, it's the church's house. <laughs> He's just leaving and not working there anymore. So, like, all that shit that's in that house is <laughs> gonna be gone if they decide to come back. And like, you, even if they stored things in the garage, like, fine, but it's not their garage; it is the church's garage.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, maybe they sent, like, a hundred-year lease with the church. <laughs> the church can't do anything.
0: And they said they got a bunch of guest speakers lined up to, like, fill in for the rev until they run out. And it's... Because Sandy and Lucy are
1: also leaving. So, literally, no one is doing any work at the Glen Oak Church anymore.
0: Anyway, it's just, like...
1: <sighs> they should bring back Chandler. <laughs>
0: It you know it could have very it could have it could the ending could have just been like we're saying a goodbye to the Rev and to Annie and to this family but there are th- but these other people have more lives to live in Glen Oak and we're gonna li- or like whatever and we st- or send everybody their separate ways you know you say like oh Jane uh, Margaret is moving to college Mac is gonna be with her because they're going to the same college Jane is gonna go go with her mother uh, Lucy and Kevin are moving to Crossroads Ruthie is going with them. T-Bone is going to see his dad. You know, like everybody goes in their separate directions, but instead of putting, and you put everybody in the same place, it's stupid. It's stupid. Yeah. Anyway, that's the finale.
1: (laughs) Okay. So I guess we could talk about what we've learned with this journey.
0: Well, we should probably rate this episode on its own and then we can talk about the series, I guess, I guess. As a whole.
1: This episode. (laughs) (laughs) 0.5? 0.5? <laughs> point, point I don't... Not good.
0: Um, Poorly I, rated. I think, yeah, I would give this, like, a 1. Yeah, I guess I'll, I'll,
1: I'll give it a real number. I'll give it a 1. What is, 0 is a real number, I think. <laughs> yes.
0: Um, so, The series. <laughs> what have we learned? What... what? I guess, okay, so who is your, I mean, watching that, so, like, the first time you watched this through, Ruthie was your, like, queen, right? Yeah. Um, who, do you have a favorite, A new favorite character? Are you still, like, 100% behind Ruthie? Like, what are, you, what are some I'm changes? I'm not
1: particularly fond of anyone, like, this, at this point. Uh, that's, yeah, that's pretty much, I, I didn't find myself really, no, Mary, like, Mary, I, I think, re- like, watching it again yeah. is, like, Mary was like the hero, and like this kind of, just like a normal person on this show. And l- watching it again, in the way that they like ostracize her for like basically being like the most normal person on the show. And I would say I probably liked Simon a little more than I did. Like I never really like I thought his storylines are usually not that great, but I guess like his character development, or like is I was okay with it.
0: Um. I'd say also very much a big fan of Mary, but I think my favorite character ended up being... Margaret. No, what's his name? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That's how um, you really... The dude. Stanley. Adam LaVornia. Oh, Robbie. Robbie. I think I actually really liked Robbie. Um, I think Robbie, because he had the most, like, blatant change in character from being this, like, bad boy, play, like, playboy kind of character to someone who really reformed himself and really became just, like, you know a good guy in whatever sense of the word. Um, I liked his like character arc. I liked a lot of his stories. I ended I, for somebody, for one of the first people that was a non Camden to come into the Camden verse and like have a he major role in He was the whirling, first one in the
1: house. Yeah. He was the first non Camden in the house.
0: He was probably the only one that I could really get behind and be like, if they did stories just with him and other characters, I I could watch these.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, is your least favorite character still Lucy? It's Lance Bass. No, uh, <laughs> uh yeah, I yeah. would say
1: just because she was like, I really don't like Jane or Margaret, but their neglect, like their yeah. presence on the show, was not as uh, like it was only one season, and they were like minor characters. So yeah, Lucy still is the most disliked. Although the Rev is oh god, the like revs. very close second.
0: Um, I'd also like to say that I think generally this is something we've repeated over and over again. The more the show gets away from the core seven. The less likable I feel like an episode usually gets, or the less highly rated it is. and the is. twins are third and fourth. Yes. I'm the list of people I don't like. But, like, you know, when you added. God, what was that cop's name? Um. Oh. That late, uh, the woman. Roxanne. Roxanne and. The Chandler. Chandler. Like, when you added their storylines into the mix, I lost complete interest. When you put Sand, Those were the
1: hardest. I think, looking back, those are the hardest seasons to watch. Like, the ones where. It got too hung up on, like, this drama of Lucy, Kevin, Roxanne, and Chandler. Like, that was so, so boring, and I hated all of that.
0: Especially because they were never really going to do a somebody's cheating on somebody else storyline. I mean, except they did uh, okay, talk- not
1: Especially with Kevin. Like, yeah. that was just never his character.
0: Um, I think the things that I would like, that I think, that I wish they had done, or, like, I didn't like that they paired all of the siblings off with someone you know, for like happy for life, though. yeah, for life, kind of re- you know, like I think, so Matt and Sarah, I think were good was a good couple, I think Matt and Sarah, I were- don't like,
1: and I'm so angry that Mary ended up with Carlos, yes, like yes. Of all of the people we saw Mary with. Well, you said it like Robbie. It should have been Robbie. It should have been Robbie, and that could have just been that. Might have been the idea that they had, and then when Adam Lavornia like left, stopped acting, and they had to change the plan. But that would have been the best outcome there. But like, it just makes no sense that Carlos was such an underdeveloped and like not really. We met him once, and then he came back season once at like for like fifth. Not even he was like maybe in ten minutes of an episode at most, and then he comes back years later, and they're married. Th- and we're just supposed to be like, oh, yeah, yes. of course, I always saw that coming.
0: I think it would have made a lot more sense, the way that they wrote Mary and the way that they created her character, to, for her to be single. That could have worked, too, yeah. I, th- I don't think... I think the one character they could have left... Like, I think Simon and Mary could have been characters that they didn't have like, partnered up. I think the Matt and Sarah combination works. I am really, I hate myself for saying this, but I think the Lucy and Kevin com- com- combination also works, especially when they have Kevin be like, I love that she's crazy. Like, whatever, fine. Um, the reasons everyone
1: hates you are the reasons I love you. Yeah.
0: I think, I think it's fucking ridiculous that they put, that, I mean, <sighs> Simon and Rose, I ended up actually really liking that. Alberto <laughs> Well, no, I just mean, I'm really happy that they ended up not having them together, and that, like, that's, they, that, I think that was actually, yeah, yeah. and I think that's a great, that, I think looking back, that storyline was probably the best thing 7-7 did, because they had me going the entire time, and I was like, wow. I knew the whole time it wasn't going to (laughs) happen. Um, but I think they, I mean, I know that, like, uh, Simon's actor didn't come back, so they couldn't really do Simon and Sandy, but I feel like. Who do you think was there, other than Dina, who do you think, did you, do you think Simon had a good match in any of his couple, couplings? Or Ashley Simpson's character? That was probably a good match. Cecilia,
1: yeah. I mean, I think, but that didn't really, that was like very much, I don't know, I wouldn't say that this is, I think the Cecilia relationship worked like as it was playing out, but if they tried to, it was like a very high school. Right, right. There was that whole, she dealt with the whole thing when he killed the kid and they had like that going up, played out. And I think she was good for, like, those storylines, but I, I don't think I would find it plausible if, like, you're, you know... Yeah, right, right, if right. they said at the end of the day, like, Simon's back with Cecilia, we oh, always 100%. knew this would be it. Yeah, so I don't think, I don't see that with any, um, with anyone that Simon previously dated. I think they were all, like, I didn't, the, the only person I disliked was Rose, but I wouldn't see it making sense for them to bring back, like, Dina or Cecilia. Yeah.
0: Um, I will say that I did appreciate that we had one Camden who had sex before marriage. I hated how it was fucking dealt with. But, mm-hmm. like, I'm happy that they did that. Um, but then the,
1: they they did it, and then they changed Simon's character, and he was like, I'm never going to have sex before marriage again. Like, I've learned my lesson. So it still ended up coming back and having bad, like, negative connotations yeah. in the end. but.
0: Um... I also think Ruthie should have been a character that was really... Sh- I
1: mean, she's in high school. Yeah. Like, the, you don't need to pair off, well, the, off the... Yeah. I, th-
0: I get, like, some... Like, I just think it's ridiculous to have... I don't... And I don't I don't know if this was, like, a Seventh Heaven thing or some sort of, like, wholesome family thing. But I think it's ridiculous to have people, like, ready to be married off in high school. Because, right. like, Ruthie at the end of this was like, well, I'm gonna marry T-Bone. It's like, even... Like, family value stuff, like, if you are behind all that, shouldn't... I don't think it pushes marriage at an early age. I don't know. Well. But I don't think it's unrealistic to also think that sometimes
1: people in high school relationships are like, oh my god, this is so perfect. Right, to right. Is gonna right. Be, this is it. I'm so lucky. <laughs> so, um, that could just be, like, that. But, but yeah, they, they pushed it, because everybody got married really young, like, except for Simon... And they're like acting like someone's old, but he's like just graduating from college. He's, so he's like twenty one. Yeah, so there's still like again, there's time. There's time for the younger Campbells.
0: I also think like the thing that I I feel like they had a well, very- and the Rev
1: did say in this episode. He was yeah, like yeah. He said to Ruthie, he was like, "I always thought you would wait until you were like thirty to get like to settle down and get married." Because I don't know, just like that seems so. It's not even like the Cam Cam parents were like pushing it.
0: Um I think the other thing that maybe I disliked about this entire show is that they had a very like limited uh, like tricks in their hat about like story plot ideas. Like their major go-to was somebody's getting married or somebody's pregnant. Like they couldn't really think of major other life storylines that they could do for characters. I know, from like the second episode when Matt is helping the pregnant yeah. girl, <laughs> like it was all or someone died. Like somebody's the, the major reveal was either yeah somebody is dead and it wasn't ever anybody important, or you know what I mean. It wasn't anybody like Grandma Jenny died. Wasn't that the first episode? Second episode? Yeah, Never That first episode, I think. Um and or you know like somebody's pregnant or somebody's getting married. Or somebody's engaged. But I feel like there are other milestones in people's lives that they could have very easily, like, tackled. Or other issues they could have brought up. I think they poorly handled a lot of things. One of which was the miscarriage storyline. Lucy's miscarriage storyline was completely poorly handled. Um, I mean, they obviously, most of their issues... I was gonna say, if we just go back to, like, day one or, yeah. like, the
1: fourth episode, like, the, like, race was something that they yeah. tried to tackle but couldn't or like I don't know it was not even they were not good attempts at d- addressing certain things as well as like I mean I think obviously like sex just in all in all arenas yeah. of, of of having discussed it
0: they like botched that um, um, most of the issue episodes I f- some of them they did well but most of them they botched I think um, I also th- I think I kind of missed the formula as we got Deeper into the seasons of like bringing in bringing in a random stranger that would be helped and then we go on like move forward with our lives, uh, because at least I knew that I would never see these random strangers again, except like later on they were like living in, our, in living in the camcasa, so that was irritating. I I will say something that I thought I, I don't know if this is a thing that they do in all television shows, but like I missed I think with the later seasons having a friend for the Camden, like, for the Camden kids. Like, with Matt, we we had that one guy. What was his name? I don't remember oh anybody's name. He was
1: in, like, the first, like, five episodes, and then he disappeared. The one that um, Mary was, like, wanted to... Jeff!
0: Yeah. <laughs> but no, no, I'm talking about his best friend, the Hamilton son. Oh, John. John. Like, John was in the first three seasons or yeah, something. Yeah, And then, but I feel like... They, right,
1: like, none of them actually had any friends. Like, it was... They would... Yeah. It, it was just like, this person is here... Because I think something's going on with them, and it's like, oh, they don't have money for food, or their parents are abused, like, and then it would be, like, whatever their issue is, and then we'd never see them again, and it's like, why did you, like, you're not actually friends with this person, but yeah, you're right, nobody, when, like, Ruthie had Peter for a while, and that was just, like, a thing, but, like, Simon, and Mary had Diane, or whatever. But, like, it was for, like, an episode. <laughs>
0: an like, we need... I felt... <laughs> I, I felt like what we so were Diane missing... Diane was in,
1: like, two or three episodes.
0: I feel like what was... Mi- like, a, yeah, there was love interest aplenty, but I think the one thing the cam kids were missing was, like, real friendship. Right. Because there... And there was none. And I don't... Like, I, I don't even think it was a budget thing. They just needed somebody that was, like... Oh, it's just a name that they could be, like, oh, hanging out with Sarah. Yeah. Like... Like I don't even know. I think that was that's really unrealistic. And then that no they had no friends. Maybe it is realistic. Lucy
1: had Suzanne and then she <laughs> moved away or whatever happened to Suzanne.
0: Um yeah, it it had its flaws. But okay, let's talk about some things that we liked about it then.
1: All of the excellent
0: guest stars just
1: beginning their careers.
0: Right. Um I also think there were some episodes that were fantastic. I mean, you all know how much I loved the Christmas episode. Um this past season. <laughs> I don't recall any episodes beforehand, but I know that there were episodes that were, like, really good that I really enjoyed. <laughs> I just <laughs> I
1: thought of that episode. I think my favorite Seventh Heaven moment was the episode where I don't even remember what it was going on, but Annie was really mad about something, and she was, like, chopping vegetables really angrily, and I think it's on our Instagram. This It's one of, like, the first posts on our Instagram, I think, is, like, Annie like losing her mind over
0: something. Oh right, 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 right. Um, I, I don't, I don't know. It. I'm trying to think of other good things. I feel like all we will be doing is berating the show. But yeah. are there things that we really liked? Okay. I, I mean, some things were like funny. I mean,
1: yes, sometimes <laughs> things would happen, humorous.
0: I will say that uh, no matter how ho- like the their continuation was horrible throughout, but I will say there were certain things that they kept which was good. I like that they always brought it back to, like, Grandma Jenny. That like, you know, like, that was, you know, grand, they, the grandparents were always things that were remembered within storylines and about them. So that continuation was good. The continuation of Rev, the Rev's heart problems, although they forgot that he was shot that one time completely. <laughs> oh, my
1: God, yeah, that episode when he was shot the next time. Nobody's talking about it. He's fully recovered.
0: Um... Yeah. <laughs>
1: the ref got shot. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> by that kid.
0: <laughs> um, Dirty Boy George.
1: Oh, yeah, and we still don't know whatever, if Jane ever got divorced <laughs> from Dirty Boy George, and I would have liked to see that was resolved, because they made the whole show of having the colonel and Ruth meet Jane, and then we had no interaction between them, and we never found out what happened with the divorce.
0: Um, I feel like what this show is, to sum this show up, it's a missed opportunity. It's over and over again is, like, very much a missed opportunity. There, I feel like there are plenty of times Aaron and I have come up with better storylines, like, off the cuff of our head. Off the cuff of our head. Just off the cuff. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. End of sentence. And I feel like you guys probably listening or, like, viewers have also probably had the thought, like, oh, I could, I would have ended this differently or had this character interact with this character. And we've or gotten
1: feedback like that where yeah. people who are listening have said that. But, uh, I don't know.
0: Um,
1: yeah, so, you're, that, like, right. Yeah, there were, there were... People with like some good ideas in the writer's room at Seventh Heaven, but they weren't great at following through and deciding like how to, I don't know, execute those, the ideas they had.
0: Also, we know that we're looking at this from a lens of 20, you know, 2017 to 2019, looking back at 1999 <coughs> 2016 to, two, to 2016.
1: I'm sorry, 2016
0: to 2019, looking back at a lens from 1999? No, 97? It started
1: airing in 96. 96, so
0: 96 to, to 2007. 2007. Uh, And we get that, like, times are vastly different now, and our point of views are vastly different now. So, as someone who didn't watch it while it was airing, it'd be interesting if any of our listeners have any feedback about how they felt watching it when it was actually airing, versus how we're watching it now as, like, viewers in a slightly different, like, worldview, or, you know, like, we're we're looking at it from a different lens.
1: But also, like, I watched it, some of it, when it, like, first aired, but I was just like very, like, young, yeah, like, yeah. so it was, like, I knew it was, like, cheesy, and, like, a lot of the stuff didn't, this was not how it stuff played out in real life, but I wasn't so aware of, like, just how out of touch with reality it all is.
0: Yeah, so I, I wonder if, like, somebody who was watching it, who was maybe, like, able to understand what was going on in a better way... Watched it and was like, This is quality television, or watched it and was like, This is complete fucking bullshit. Because yeah. it's interesting, this show came along right in the middle of how when like 90s sitcoms were ending and kind of this like raunchy, like nighttime kind of like ER Grey's Anatomy kind of stuff was coming into like, play. No, I mean, if you think about what television was like in the 80s and the 90s, like primetime yeah, was like, yeah. and what you think, and primetime in like the 2000s, uh, 2010s. I mean, now it's going back to kind of what it was. This kind of, like, fun sitcom-esque era, right? But, like, I feel like the 90s was when you had, like, 90210. You had things like Dawson's Creek. You had... Where, like, there was more... Drama. Yeah. Um, uh yeah. And more so, sex on television. Yeah. So it's interesting that the show came into, like, being during this kind of, like, swing stage in mm-hmm. what's on television, and it would try to keep you know, the roots of, like, the past.
1: Yeah. I mean, well, obviously Aaron Spelling was, like, an executive producer for the first ten seasons, even though I'm sure his day-to-day interaction in the later years was not uh, as heavily involved. But, I don't know, I think that you're never... Like, a show like this, when you have, like, a big name, like, and, like Aaron Spelling, attached to it and producing it, it's not a risk for any network, because you're going to have a big... You have a broad base of people who are going to watch it that just, like, of, like, people who are, like, religious people, like, and, I don't know, as well, who are just want to have, like, sit down and be like, oh, this is a good family show. Like, we are, you know, and that's what the formula pretty much did every week. It took, like, we're going to see an issue play out, and it's like, this is how, like, good, respectable, moral people would, would deal with this situation. So, like, you're not, I think you could put the same thing on tv like really at any point in time and it's going to do well if you've got like enough i guess talent or big names attached to it that will get it off the ground
0: i think seventh heaven in in the way that it is now i think it would be successful in a disney channel type environment maybe like a I guess what's now free-form type environment.
1: Which is wh- where shows like this now air. Yeah. Like, this where Secret Life of the American Teenager aired. So, uh, another beautiful brainchild of Brenda Hampton. But, yeah, that's where, that's where these shows go to die.
0: Um, or live. So, I mean, do we have any other thoughts?
1: No. But back to all of that, I would just say that I don't know that this necessarily fit... An- talking about networks, on the WB, and it definitely had no place on the CW. Oh, absolutely no place on the CW. <laughs> but the WB, I also am, like, thinking about, and I don't think it really had a place on the WB. But...
0: What was on... Felicity was on the WB, right? Uh, Dawson's Creek. What else was on the WB? Buffy. Buffy. Right, the WB's always been geared towards a younger, younger audience. Younger audience,
1: and this was very much for towards families, but, like, I got the idea... Well, like, the WB and the CW's programming is really at, like, older teens and younger adults, so. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's that. Um, it's over.
0: It is. It's let's done. Let's get the
1: seventh heaven out of here.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> as as Eddie Camden put it so nicely, we've... Yeah, let's get the seventh heaven out of
1: Congratulations here. Congratulations to us and to you, the listeners, if you're still listening. Yes. And you've made it to this point.
0: Thank you, it's everyone. It's been a journey. Yeah.
1: We appreciate you.
0: Yeah, thank you, everyone, to to, uh, to everyone who liked us on Facebook, who's followed us on Twitter, who's interacted with us on Twitter, who's followed us on Instagram and interacted with us there. We appreciate every single comment, every single email, every single like. Like, it's it's fantastic to see get those notifications on our phones from everyone. Um, because it just proves that somebody's, like, listening. <laughs> yeah, and, all, and yeah, just, like, you doing know. Doing this for nothing. Yeah, exactly. Um... Yeah, so it was. I mean, was it great to do this?
1: Were there times I just wanted to quit? <laughs> yes, I mean, during the Chandler Roxanne <laughs> era, uh, during pretty
0: much all of the Jane Margaret Mack era. Yeah. Um, but like, we went, we we made it through, and you know, we made a, we made a commitment. <laughs> And we did it, and we finished it. And we're really proud of ourselves, and we're really happy you stuck along with us all the way. If you found our podcast, like, four years later, hope you enjoyed whatever this was. Whatever year you're <laughs> yeah, listening okay. to this in,
1: yeah. uh, hello from the past. Yes.
0: <laughs> um, so, I guess for the last time, I'm Tanvi. I'm Erin. And this was Camdencast. When I see-